Hi, and thanks for joining us on the Crossroads Lismore Podcast. We're excited that you're with us on this episode and pray that it will challenge you, change you, and transform your life because that's what God does. If you want more information, you can reach us at www.crossroadslismore.com. And in Ezekiel 36, and I want to read these to you. And I think these, these are the keys. So in Ezekiel 11, and I'm just going to read verse 19. Then I will give them one heart, and I will put a new spirit within them, and take the stony heart out of their flesh, and give them a heart of flesh, that they may walk in my statutes, and keep my judgments, and do them. And they shall be my people and I will be their God. Ezekiel 36, um, starting at verse 25. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean. I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues and you will keep my judgments and do them. I think out of all the things that we can see in Ezekiel, the valley of dry bones, incredible. The, the, the vision of the temple and the, and the stream flowing out of that, absolutely incredible. But this is God's heart in all of that. They actually talk about, these guys talk about the, the last few chapters, or those, those um, few chapters in, in the back end of Ezekiel as basically the gospel hidden in the Old Testament once again. We understand that the fulfilment of everything in the Old Testament is found in Christ. Amen? So for us as believers, we can't say we have no need of, of Judaism because Judaism actually brought us and showed us that we needed Jesus. And for the Jewish people, can't say we have no, no need of that because the fulfilment of Judaism is Christ. He's the fulfilment of everything that was spoken before. Everything was a type and a shadow leading to him. And we can, we can watch this and go, ah, oh, look at that, stupid people, they missed it. I've done that. Oh, but I'm one of the ones that has a new heart. And I've missed it. You can look in the mirror and answer that question yourself. I won't do it for you, but I can do it for me. So, I told you, we're going to Matthew chapter 6. And for some of you, you don't even have to turn there. It's actually Jesus teaching his disciples how to pray. And it goes like this, and please go with me. Our Father, did well. I learned that as a little boy. I learned that like my two times tables by rote. 
And when I wasn't walking with God, I can quote that. Before I was walking with God, I could quote that. Before I knew him, I could quote that. I could, I could go word for word and do it with gusto and passion. But I just want to look at just one simple, a couple of little lines in this. Your kingdom come, your will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Now, I don't know about you, but I've prayed many times. God, make that situation just like it is in heaven. God, that's not right. God, do this. The reality is, and this is, this is the place I want to come from today, the reality is God's kingdom is his dominion. It's his rule. It's his way. He's actually telling the, the Israelites back in those days, he's talking about uniting them all. So was, Ezekiel puts his, the two rods together and it's, it's Israel and Judah all together. And he's actually talking to us as well. Because what he's saying is, is I'm going to put a new heart in you and you are going to actually walk in my ways. You're going to submit to my way. And we live in a society where it's every which way but loose, to quote a Clint Eastwood movie, or any which way you can. But with God, it's not. And see, this is, this is the reality of this for me because I went to bed a few nights ago and, and I was just thinking about the book of Ezekiel and I'm thinking about these two passages and God brought up the Lord's Prayer, which is the prayer he taught his disciples. He says, when you pray, pray like this. Don't be a hypocrite. Don't go out there and pray big, marvellous prayers. Go into your prayer closet and play, pray just like this. And for the first time in history, he uses the word Abba when he's addressing God. He said, pray like this. He says, Daddy God, not, not Lord God Jehovah, not El Shaddai, not any of this. He says, make it personal because it is personal. Okay? He says, hallowed be your name. Let your name be lifted high. Let it be revered. Let it be understood that you alone are God. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth. And this is where I had to stop. Because God said, what patch of earth am I talking about, son? And it's like, oh, God, it's every, oh, wow. It's this patch. It's this patch of dirt. See, the valley of the dry bones is actually basically a, a recreation of what happened at creation. When God fashioned man out of the dust of the earth, that he did something incredible. Every other, every other living thing God created with his voice and he spoke them into existence. Mankind, very different thing. God fashioned them, then he breathed his breath into them. He breathed his spirit into man and man became a living being. We love, we love the, the picture of the Valley of Dry Bones as the great revival that will happen. It has happened. It has happened numerous times, and I believe it is still going to happen in every single one of us, but it's this patch of dirt of let your kingdom come, let your will be done. It's like, whew, ouch. See, I've got opinions on lots of things, but God's got truth on lots of things. And there's a man of God I greatly respect. He, many years ago, he got interviewed by a, by a big Christian broadcasting company. And they said, oh, you're, you're an influential speaker. You speak all around the world. We want to hear your opinion on this. And he sat there and he said, I'll tell you what the Word of God says on that. They said, yeah, 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 no, but we want your opinion. 
He said, the word of God's view on this is this. They said, yeah, 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 now we get that, but what's your opinion? He said, my opinion, if it does not line up with the word of God, should never come out of my mouth. Anyone who could have thought they were qualified to give an opinion said, if my opinion does not line up with the truth of what the word of God is, then my opinion must stay in myself and this is where the prayer is. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in here, in me. I've prayed that prayer so many times. Lord, do it out there. Do it in that one. Please do it in that one. They're driving me crazy. Do it in my wife. Do it in my kids. Do it in my boss. Do it in those people that work for me. But no, I don't have authority over those things. But he's given us authority over us. You see, when he created Adam, he said, Adam, go out and do all these things under my authority. And Adam did it great until we know the story. And that's why Jesus had to come. God knew it before he created the earth. But what happens when we come to Christ is we become new creations. True? That's, that's a beautiful thing. The word of God says we become new creations. And so now I'm no longer my own. I'm his. And he's created in me a heart of flesh that still struggles with, but my opinion is. My opinion's this, and my viewpoint's this, and my viewpoint must be right, because my perspective, it's correct. And God says, well, my viewpoint's this. So what does that do to me? It means I stand toe-to-toe with the Lord God Almighty, who happens to be Abba Father. And I go, I vary with you on this point. And God lovingly looks at me and says, I am the Lord God, I do not change. And I go, oh, the truth of having a mind renewed by the washing of the water of the word. The truth of going, oh my goodness, maybe, maybe a lot of my prayer life should not be about God changed this situation, God changed that. It doesn't mean we shouldn't be praying about that. But the reality is God changed me because this is the part that you've given me authority over. All authority has been given to us. We just think that's for healing. Raising the dead. Hey, it's about us putting ourselves on the altar. It's about us surrendering to him. It's about us being transformed into his image. It's about us stepping deeper into that relationship that he's calling us into. That's what it's about. What's God's will for you? Please don't ever let the answer be to do A, B and C. God's will for you is that you would look like him. Look like him, sound like him. Be like him. Paul says, he says, I labour until Christ is formed in you. This is the will of God. God, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on this patch of earth 
as it is in heaven. And as you do it in this patch of earth, I can be an ambassador for you, for all the other patches of earth that I walk in around and get in contact with. But do it in me. Selfish prayer says do it in someone else so I don't have to change. But God's will is that we are transformed from glory to glory to glory to glory. Looking more like him, more like him, more like him, more like him. Sounding more like him, sounding more like him, sounding more like him. Being more like him. The Lord's Prayer or the disciples' prayer, or just the way that Jesus tells us to talk to the Father. I get stuck in the first couple of verses now. Because it's not rote. It's not just dum 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 with meter and rhyme. You guys did really well. It wasn't until where a couple of translations do it a little bit differently that you started to get out of rhythm and rhyme. Please don't let it be rhythm and rhyme. Please let it be the reality of what it is. It is life transforming. It is life changing. It is life giving. It is everything that he wants in us being revealed. And that's just the first two, first five lines. We're not going to go any further than this today. But I want to encourage you. Just read what he says about you. Read his whole plan. I, I, I like that big overview synopsis because my brain doesn't have huge capacity. But my spirit does. And sometimes I read stuff and he's going, wow, don't get it. Don't understand it. What's it on about? But in here, consumes it and says it's truth and it's life and there's something deep and meaningful in it. And if you just allow yourself to marinate in it, it will change you and transform you. It takes those stony bits out and it puts more hearts of flesh in there. And don't get worried about the fleshy part. It's not talking about the flesh of man. It's talking about what he created. He's talking about the heart that is soft and open towards him. Takes care of all of our problems. See, we can take stuff out of, in the Word of God, out of context very easily. It's like many years it was just, resist the devil and he will flee. All you've got to do is resist him. And so I would sit there and I would resist like you wouldn't believe. I was like the little Lego man going, my feet are anchored right here and you can bend me this way and bend me that way, but I'm not moving from this spot and I'm going to resist you and it's not going to happen because I'm going to resist you. But I didn't read the whole lot, did I? Because what does it say? It says, submit to God. Whew, takes all the fight out of that. Oh, but creates a new battle in here. Oh, different battle different devil God's plan for you is to transform you completely God's plan for you is not to get you to heaven 
God's plan is to take the fullness of heaven and insert it back inside of you. So that we can live in a broken and corrupted world just like Jesus. Just like him. 100% man. He is also 100% God. We do two different 100%. We do 100% dead and 100% alive at the same time. 100% dead to self and dead to the old man and 100% alive in him and because of him and through him. That's it.